This episode of Bosses for Bosses, a podcast for entrepreneurs, is sponsored by Meyer Business Law and is intended for general educational purposes. It's for fun. For specific professional advice, reach out to any one of us. As entrepreneurs, we all need help. Don't be an ass. Ask for it. I'm Elisa McCabe at First Steps Financial. I'm Aisha Hamilton with the Hamilton Law Firm. I'm Jason Meyer of Meyer Business Law. And I'm Josh Irons, the CEO of River Avenue Digital. We're all bosses. And if you're running a business, a team, or running your own career, then you're a boss too. These days, we're all entrepreneurs using our wits and our enduring creativity to stay nimble and to turn whatever we've got into success. The gang and I all run companies that help other bosses with different aspects of their enterprises because entrepreneurship is our passion. And this is Bosses for Bosses, a podcast for entrepreneurs. So entrepreneurs are reluctant to ask for help. It seems like the opposite of what self-starters should do, right? Investors, partners, employees, they all buy into the founder or the leader of a company. And because of that, we, I mean, all entrepreneurs feel the need to project complete confidence and competency. But I know very well, I'm not good at everything and neither are you. If you want to move fast and avoid simple mistakes and fill the gaps in your skill set, put your damn ego aside and get the support <laughs> from experts, friends, or family. It's not easy to ask, but if you frame it the right way and you're grateful, people rush to help you. When I first started River Avenue Digital, I was sitting in a Chamber of Commerce meeting. And in that meeting, a gentleman got up at the end of the session and introduced himself. He was from an organization called SCORE. And SCORE is a group mostly of retired C-level individuals, and they're there to help. They're there to help small businesses. So I said, wait, is, is this free? And they said, yes, it's free. I said, no way. This is too good to be true. So I said, you know what? I'm started this business. I'm running alone. I can use a sounding board. So all of a sudden, I had a former CEO, a former CFO, and they would meet with me quarterly. They would hold me accountable for things that I mentioned. They looked over my business plan and they validated a lot of what I was doing, which was so valuable at the time because I wasn't running my business in a vacuum. So I was vulnerable. I asked for help. I got help. And it put a lot of things in motion to where River Avenue Digital is today. So I did it. You can do it. Let's talk about being vulnerable and asking for help. So, Elisa. When did I realize I needed help? Oh, a yes. long time ago. <laughs> I don't know. That might be a whole nother podcast. <laughs> so I have a kind of a unique situation where I am in an industry that I did not work in for somebody else before I started my company. I started my company because I was doing the work myself and I realized there was a need for it. And so I found other accountants who were ahead of me. So maybe mentors, similar to what you found, Josh, that had been in this industry a while. And how did you do things? And I was, it's definitely an ego thing. It's so hard. And for me, it was even worse. I, I don't have an accounting degree. I just love accounting, which is such a nerdy thing to say, but I do. And so to ask somebody like, hey, I don't know how to do this. 
was definitely something I had to be very humble about. It was valuable though, because those people now, I still talk to about things and sometimes they even ask me questions now. So it's wonderful. It's a, it, it can be such a great experience. Absolutely. Aisha, how do you identify when you need help and how do you approach the helper? I, I think that's something that everybody needs to be comfortable with because it is uncomfortable. Yeah. Before I address that, I've got to give Elisa huge props for doing what she did because not only are we hesitant to ask for help, we as women suffer from imposter syndrome like nobody's business. So you're just coming to the table assuming that your question is a stupid question. So it takes a lot to get over that. Once I find my crew of people, my team, my messaging to everybody is ask Elisa because she's someone that I would reach out to and I'd say, listen, I'm pretty sure I need to hire. I don't know who to hire. Her first question to me was, okay, let's talk through what you need. And so what I'd been doing is I keep a little notebook on my desk and I wrote out all of the tasks that I wanted to delegate to somebody else. So I kept this record for a couple of weeks. And so then when I started talking to Elisa, I was like, oh, I know. I need somebody to do A, B, and C. And as Elisa always does, she says, oh, I have the right person for you. (laughs) And I hired her. She's fantastic. She's made my life great. And that's really, you know, it's important to ask your friend, ask your network, brainstorm with other business owners, because I had assumed I needed to hire a paralegal, or I'd assumed I needed, I was at the point where I needed to hire a lawyer. And when I really sat down and looked at the tasks, I was like, no, I need administrative help. And that's a whole lot cheaper than hiring a lawyer. So really, I think be thoughtful about what you need, but also talk to a friend about it. Bounce the ideas off. Awesome. I think that's a great point because your friends, your family, everybody's going to have some insight. I mean, be careful who you ask because you might get the wrong insight from somebody. That's right. But understanding that people are there and they want to help and they may have some experience that's relevant is, is great. Jason, tell me about a time where you were uncomfortable asking for help when you know you needed it. 1980 to present. You know, I, I will say, by the way, it's not just women who suffer from imposter syndrome, but it may be just women who are comfortable saying anything about it. So guys, and here I do use the term guys gender specifically, don't get burdened in your sense of manhood and control and feeling like you need to have total domination to, to avoid it. Josh, I, would, I guess I would offer two situations that I think create discomfort in asking for help. And I completely agree with you. It's like, that's the sign of a leader. The sign of, the sign of a business leader is you're leading somebody else, right? Is that you are taking what you know and the skills you've learned and you are spreading the wealth. And you move from being, you know, the move from solo to, to more is the only way you're going to grow eventually. To me, I can isolate two situations of discomfort to get over. One is sort of the matter of taste. And, and I really learned this when I was in the publishing business and I was writing and editing a lot of the time. And it was like getting over myself in terms of the way I like to write, the way I like things to sound, the way I turn a phrase, okay? That's me. That's my style. And there's a difference between exercising quality control so you're not putting out schlock product. And when you start exercising quality control because you 
you can't tolerate somebody else's style or writing or approach. It's like, you know what? Let me use publishing an example. Once it's grammatical and clear and unambiguous, now you're down to style. And you got to get over yourself and let other people write or produce or paint or carpenter or whatever else it is the way they do it and let them express their excellence. And be careful in your quality control mind whether you are shutting out all possibility of help or whether you really are providing that that final sheen that gets everything to a level. So, you know, you really got to look at yourself in the mirror, I think, at that point when you're pushing away help because you you think you're the best and nobody else can be as good. That isn't the test. The second thing that I think creates discomfort, I think it's a, it's a problem for a lot of entrepreneurs, and it's one I have suffered from and suffer from even now, which is that discomfort of... I got to keep working to pay for that person. If I keep working to pay for that person, I don't have time to find that person and bring that person on, right? And so it's like, when do I get a break from working to take the time it takes to bring somebody else in and hire them? And am I prepared for the financial risk of bringing them in before I get the bump in business that they will provide? And that is a real, that is a real plateau for companies. It's the plateau from one to two. I think you get that plateau from like, you know, three or five to 10 where you're really looking at having a substantial increase in your cost of operations and you're afraid of absorbing that increased cost before you have the business to do it. That's one of those entrepreneurial leap of, leaps of faith I think you have to take. Elisa, you probably have ideas on this. I think one of them is, look, if you, I figure if I get to the point where I'm like at 130, 140% of capacity and I stay there, then I'm safe <laughs> making the leap. But just finding the time to take the steps it takes, like doing the job description, putting out the ads, talking to people, and that's taken away from your productivity, but it's increasing your productivity in the long run, and you just have to have faith in that process. Awesome. Two great tips. All right. Well, we'll be back with our boss moves of the week right after this message. Hi, it's Jason again. I love entrepreneurship. The energy, the optimism, the enduring creativity it takes to build a team, build a business, overcome challenges, and succeed on an idea and limited resources. And that's why I left the big law firms to start or help run nine different privately held businesses. And it's why in 2009, I founded Meyer Business Law. Meyer Business Law is a law firm dedicated to entrepreneurs and the businesses that they run. Our mission is to provide you with counsel and value at every stage and every step, from startup to formation, to growing and expanding, to making your relationships formal, to your exit, and all the contracts, deals, and challenges in between. Find out more about us at MeyerBusinessLaw.com, and then let's talk about your company and your goals. Because Meyer Business Law is counsel for growing businesses. Elisa, what's your boss move? My boss move is just do it. (laughs) It's hard. It's not the easiest thing to ask for help, but you don't know until you try it. Take that leap of faith and ask, ask a mentor, find somebody who's in your industry, who's been there and done that. And you'll find out they're probably more than happy to help. Aisha, how about you? When you're looking at hiring, don't wait till you're at 130% of capacity consider yourself as hiring for growth. So hire before you're in a full-blown panic. And then, you know, it's not asking for help. It's somebody who's doing a job that you're paying them to do. So own it. Jason? I'll put in the boss move on Aisha's behalf. Don't forget, when you hire, whether they're an employee or an independent contractor, 
get that piece of papers that you need to protect yourself, including what you need to feel like you've protected your own confidentiality and your client list. And then once you have that in place, take a breath and stop worrying about that stuff and go ahead and teach the person all they need to know to really be valuable to you. And you're paying it forward as an entrepreneur. And there's nothing better than having that confidence and that feeling that you have made the world better by spreading entrepreneurship to new people. And if they move on and do something great, that's a credit to you. Absolutely. So my boss move of the week is surround yourself by people smarter than you and help almost becomes organic. You kind of absorb things that you you never thought you would. And I think I've made a career of just finding smart people and keeping them around me because I, I learn a lot every day. Amen. Amen to that one. Josh, that is, that actually is the boss move of the week is surround yourself with really smart people. Oh, and look at my company that I'm with today. (laughs) (laughs) The the proof is in the pudding. Oh, shucks. (laughs) Thank all of you. Thanks to the audience. We have some great episodes coming up, so stay tuned. Thanks for listening to Bosses for Bosses, a production of Smart Boss Media. We'd love to hear from you. And we'd like even more to help your business grow. If you have any questions or want to contact any of the folks on this podcast, you can just email us at info at smartboss.media. Also at smartboss.media, you'll find any resources and links that go along with this podcast. And you can find links to other podcasts and resources for entrepreneurs and learn how Smart Boss Media can help you get your business podcast launched and listened to like this one is. It's your one stop for information to help you listen, create, and thrive as an entrepreneur. Visit smartboss.media.